Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Brian Gibbs coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Welcome to the torch. And it is a beautiful, rainy morning in Sarasota. Lots of rain. So if you hear some of the storm action above us, you know what that is. Or it's the Lord <laughs> moving things around. Well, it's, uh, I almost said it's great to see you, but you don't see me. Well, those of you that are watching, you are seeing me, and I hope that I look okay today. Um, I might look a little rough. I've just overcome, for the second time, a little virus. You might have heard of it. Uh, just overcome it for the second time, yes, and um, I've had some ivermectin too. So if I happen to bark during this episode... <laughs> Uh, rough, rough. Uh, you will know why. Yes. Um, so for those of you that are listening, I look great. Yes, I do. I'm looking buff like Arnold Schwarzenegger and I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, those of you that are watching, <laughs> it's great to see you and I'm glad you can see me and, uh, Josiah and I are great, uh, glad to be <laughs> great and glad. I guess we're great, Josiah. We are great. Uh, it is great to be with you guys, and we are glad to be back in the studio today. Uh, in all seriousness, I'm very, very thankful to be in here. Uh, it's been a very challenging time, <clears throat> very challenging time, all jokes aside. Uh, thankful for those that have taken excellent care of me, especially my wife, and uh, there are some others uh, within our body and uh, our church body, our church family and uh, those in the city that have taken great care of me. I am tremendously grateful. So, amen. Great to be with you. So, Father, we just thank you for an amazing, an amazing life. Ah, you are such a good God. You are such a perfect Father, and we love you with all that we are. I love you with all that I am, Father. I give you all the glory today. I thank you for all of our friends, all of our partners, Lord, all around the country, right here in our region, right here in Sarasota, all of those throughout America, and even those <clears throat> around the world. Father, I thank you for their lives, and I pray that those that are jumping in to this episode will be impacted as we point people to you. Jesus, you are our master, you are our Lord, and you are strengthening every good and mighty soldier, every intercessor, every warrior, every worshiper right now. Father, you are strengthening fathers. You are strengthening mothers right now that are engaged in the battles, in the fight. You are strengthening homes, Lord. You are fortifying families right now. Lord, your angels are around families, around little children that mothers and fathers are raising even now. And I thank you, Lord, 
I thank you for equipping us in the day of battle, in this evil age, in this evil day. Lord, you are strengthening us and that we are learning how to fight and wage a good warfare, learning how to fight the good fight of faith. And I thank you, God, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> yes, I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for the wisdom of the Spirit, the counsel of the, of the Spirit, the might, the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you that we are not left, Lord, to our own strength. I thank you that we are not left to our own abilities or our own personalities or, or whatever. Lord, I thank you that we are powerfully anointed by the spirit that is not of this age or not of this world. I thank you, Father. I thank you that, Jesus, you are building your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against the church that you are building. And I thank you for all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Can I get a rousing victorious <laughs> amen out there somewhere? Somebody please help me with an amen. Yes, you're on the torch with me today. We're going to absolutely go for it. I'm going to use every bit of strength and vitality that I've got in my body and in my bones right now. Wow, man, it has been a journey. I'm going to grab a sip. Hold on. If you got some coffee, just, just take a sip in Jesus' name. Come on, I'm feeling good. I'm glad to be in here with Josiah. I'm so thankful for Josiah. Man, he puts us all together. Our media ministry here at Victory and Light the Fire Ministries is tremendously blessed, tremendously. Well, we're getting into it today. I, let me just give you a great word out of Psalms. I mean, can I give you a good word? I mean, can, are people still hungry for a good word in this hour? Yes, they are. That's right. So I'm going to read to you out of uh, just two verses, Psalm 145 and verse 18 and 19. The Lord is near to all that call upon him. Amen. The Lord is near to all who call upon him and to all who call upon him in truth. That's good. He will fulfill the desires of those who fear him. He will also hear their cry and he will save them. Amen. Our God is still mighty to save. Amen. He's our deliverer. He's the one who rescues. He's, he's the one who brings salvation. Hallelujah. I just want to freshly decree today in Jesus' name over Washington, D.C., that every strategy of darkness and every strategy of hell is going to meet its final judgment. Glory to God. And those who do not want this nation to be a Christian nation, they don't want our, our nation to follow the word of God, obey his word, honor his word, that they are not going to succeed in stealing America's destiny. That's right, in Jesus' name. I know it looks very bleak, <clears throat> but you know what? We're not being duped. And we're not giving in. And the victory is the Lord's. And America 
belongs to the Lord, and I'm not ceding our country to the enemy. America belongs to the Lord. I know, um, I know many of you, and I, I know we have a listening audience, of course, in California as well. Uh, many of you, your hearts are heavy today um, concerning California. Mine is too. Um, I, I wanted to say this morning, those of you that are listening, I, I stand with the 2.2 million Californians that signed, initially signed the petition for the recall, uh, the recall of Gavin Newsom. Um, I also stand with the, all, of the, all of you who voted to try and remove him. Uh, Gavin Newsom and other leaders like him have plagued America so much with so much bondage and doom. We have been praying for the church in California. If you're in California, man, my friend, I want to strengthen you and encourage you right now. Of course, we've been praying for all the citizens of California, but especially for the church. And um, I, um, I was keeping up with something Sean Foyt had just put out with Hold the Line and just his encouragement for all of those who voted. And um, he, he had just literally just put out the scripture that I was telling my wife that we are not to grow weary. Galatians 6, 9, of course, we all know it. Do not grow weary in doing good or in, well do, in, in, in doing well. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we will not give up. And I believe that's important for us right now to grab a hold of. And California, we are, we are praying for you. California, we love you. Yes, we do. We love you. And we bless you. Here's a scripture for us. Well, I've got a number of scriptures for us tonight. And uh, that's because we believe uh, in the Bible. That's right. We believe in going to the scriptures. That is our source of strength. Amen. Of course, the living word and the written word himself. We need to grab hold of what is written. Romans 8 and 37. Yes, you, you may know it well. It says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That's right. You are more. I want to remind you today. I want to remind you today. You are more than a conqueror through Christ. Christ in you is the hope of this generation. You can be unstoppable. You can be unquenchable. You can be immovable in this hour because Christ is within you. That's right. I want to remind you in the anointing, you are powerful. In the Holy Ghost, you are powerful. In the inspirations and in the mind of the Lord, in the creativity and the vision of the Lord, you can be unstoppable in this time. I want to say confidently this morning, God is not caught off guard. He's not caught off guard, ladies and gentlemen, with all the insanity and all the satanic assault that is going on against the United States of America and the nations right now. We are witnessing, you're going to hear me probably say this several times this morning, we are witnessing the most corrupt, unethical, criminal Democratic Party in American history. This party has spawned so much evil upon this nation and their day of righteous retribution and their day of judgment, it is coming. Make no mistake about it. 
Do not be surprised. Now, listen, again, you're on the torch. I'm here to bring encouragement, and I'm using all the strength that I've got today to bring it to you, and I mean that. I've come here full of faith today. I am so thankful that the Lord has raised me up, but I'm here to lift you today and, and speak the word of the Lord in your life and to release strength into you. Do not be surprised nor offended by the intensity of the spiritual warfare that is going on in this hour. I've said this to our listening audience before, and I'm going to say it again. Warfare is proof that your enemy has discerned your future. One more time. Warfare is proof that your enemy has discerned your future. One more time. Do not be surprised. Do not be defended by the intensity of spiritual warfare that's going on in this hour. Most importantly, hear me out there, Christ in you. He is the source of unlimited and unstoppable power. You have to stay yielded to the Holy Spirit. Listen, if you're going to stay out of the land of offense, you're going to have to stay yielded and yoked to the Holy Spirit. Mm, that's good. Can I get an amen? You have to stay determined right now to conquer to rise up over the adversity. Everybody needs to hear this word today. Brian needs to hear this word today. You've got to stay determined to conquer. Stay very focused in this hour and make sure you deal. You never run from the darkness. You, you deal with the darkness. You deal with the devil. You deal with the devil. That's right. And how do you do it? You do it by using your authority and the power that comes in the name of Jesus and by the power of his blood. Do not be offended, dear brothers and sisters in the Lord. Listen up. You know, some have assumed out there and they've mistaken, you know, they've got a mistaken notion inside of them that God isn't doing a very good job right now at being God in America. And why are they believing that? Because they've been met with conflict in their lives. Their lives have been in, interrupted. Their lives have been met with uh, increasing challenges. Their, their life has been met with increasing conflicts. Here's the word of the Lord. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3. It says, Therefore, you must endure hardship as a good soldier in Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? I want to read it over you again and declare it. You, therefore, you must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, you've got to beware of offense. That's right. No one said this was going to be easy. No one said that you were going to be exempt of challenges. No one said that you were, Jesus especially told us in these last days, we were not going to be exempt of conflict and exempt of trials, that your job was going to be put on, on the line. Relational things were going to be put on the line. You have to beware of offense. Listen, if John the Baptist was here today behind this microphone, he would warn you of offense. Even, even John the Baptist was put on trial with defense because his destiny included major conflict. His, his own destiny included major combat. He had to deal with offense. Listen, if you're dealing with offense, 
This ain't going to sound very pastoral, but you need to get over it. And you need to get over it quickly with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. You are too important. Listen, your life, your calling, your life, your destiny is too important. You cannot afford to be derailed in this hour and be left off somewhere on the sidelines in the land of offense. Well, Brian, you don't understand. You don't understand, Brian. My life is on on the line. My job is on the line. Listen, you need to stand your ground. Don't back down. Speak the truth. Speak your constitutional rights. Don't grow, don't grow quiet. Get loud and stand up. That's right. You need to get loud and you need to stand up in this hour. Here's the deal, guys. We are living in an age and it is an age of a strong delusion. We are, man, gosh, we, we are in a generation that has a very strong appetite for lies. Have you noticed that? There is such a delusion. Of course, the media is the propaganda wing of all of the spawning of these lies, especially in, in all the realms of med- medical education, medical expertise uh, of what we're facing Uh, even with the China virus and everything going on, there is such an appetite for lies in this generation. If you have if you have an appetite for truth, listen, the Holy Spirit's going to bring you into all truth. If you desire to know, then you're going to have to dig deep and you're going to have to find it. This is what it says in John three. It says that this is the condemnation that the light had come into the world. Men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil for everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. Verse 21 verse chapter three, he goes on, he says, but, but he who does the truth, he actually comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. There is a condemnation and it is upon this generation. It's because they've had such a, such a strong appetite for lies. The apostle Paul, let me get a quick drink. How are we doing out there? Are you still with me? Come on. All right. Ephesians six, the apostle Paul, he wrote to us. He warned us. He prepared us for this hour. You know, prophecy is not to scare us. Prophecy is actually to prepare us. God has, God has not left us guys in a bleak hour. And man, what are we going to do? I mean, God's not white knuckling his throne right now. He's not having some emergency meeting with Michael and Gabriel. Like, what are we going to do on planet earth right now? No, He's known the beginning from the end. He's known the end from the beginning. He is marching us through time. He knows every single thing that is about to take place on planet Earth. But what's more comforting is God knows every single thing going on in your life and in my life. And you know what? He is the God that is with us. He is the God that is for us. He is Emmanuel. That is his name. He is God with us. There isn't anything going on in your world right now that God isn't aware of. 
This is where you turn to him. This is where you draw strength from him. This is where you draw wisdom. This is where you let the Lord navigate your life and navigate your path so that you're able to make wise, sound, and powerful decisions. Come on, are you with me? He writes this to us in Ephesians 6, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and then the power of his might. I'm not resting in the power of my might. I'm resting in the power of God's might. Amen. Put on the full armor of God that you may, may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, and against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And therefore you take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, then you stand therefore. He said, you're going to come into an evil day. That is where we are at. He goes on, he tells us about the weapons of this warfare that we're engaged in. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 6. Once again, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For, we, for the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal or they're not natural. But they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. What are strongholds? They are belief systems. They are anything that opposes the knowledge of Christ and the knowledge of the word of God. Anything that opposes or stands opposed to the word of God. What is that? Incorrect thinking patterns that are fostered by fear, fostered by lies. They're inspiration of demons. They're ideologies or their secularism that literally is denying God. He says, you're to cast down these arguments. You're to take every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Notice these words, every high thing that exalts itself. See, the, the exaltation of self, that's the very nature of Satan. He was the one that said, he, I will exalt myself like the Most High. I deserve to be worshipped just like God. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the very nature of Satan himself. All right, so Paul tells us, he instructs us, in this battle, you've got to cast down these high and lofty things that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God, and you have to bring, in, bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, let's talk about, just for a second, every thought. That means you need to think about what you're thinking about. Yes, I said that right. You need to think about what you're thinking about. That's right. You need to watch every strand of things that are going through your mind. And if you see a whisper of the enemy that he's trying to sow a seed and deluge you and, or, or hit you with some seducing thought that is exalting itself against the knowledge of God, you need to grab hold of it, take hold of it, and cast it down. Bring every thought into captivity, right? Being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. 
Strongholds are what? Strongholds are deceptions. Just grabbing a drink, a quick drink here. That's why I said, guys, we, we're, we're living in a land of delusions. We are living in a land of deceptions that are right in the realm of virtual reality. That, that's why you must be a heavenly man. You, what do I mean by that? You have to be a man that is seated in heavenly places. You have to be a heavenly man. You can't be living. Are you guys with me? Are you with me? You can't be looking at the natural terrain and you can't be duped by what you're seeing in virtual reality. You have to be a heavenly man. You have to be seen with the heavenly piercing vision of the Holy Spirit. Deceptions are crafty lies. They are strategies of the enemy to sow, sow lies, all right, to see that he's sowing it to see if you'll believe his words. And if you do, what happens, we all know it creates confusion. It creates disillusionment. It creates a false reality, right? And then because of ignorance or then because of lack of revelation, or understanding in the word, then many become deceived. I've said this for many, many years, and I, I'm going to say it again. I've said this for years. The greatest enemy of the believer is not the devil. Hold your breath. Are you with me? Because Jesus has defeated the enemy. The greatest enemy of the believer is the unrenewed mind. If you do not know the inheritance that has been, been given to you without revelation, you're not going to have authorization to whip the enemy. Are you out there? Come on, somebody say amen. Your future is determined by who you choose to believe. I'm going to say that again. Your future is determined by who you choose to believe. Jesus brought us grace and truth. Amen? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was, was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. It goes on, and we beheld the only begotten that come forth from God, and he was full of grace and truth. I'm quoting John chapter 1 to you right now. Jesus went on. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. That's John 14, 6, right? Jesus said, I will give you the Holy Spirit and he will be the spirit of truth. This is John 16. The Holy Spirit is the exact opposite of the spirit of this age that is trying to dupe and seduce this generation. Remember, my friend, Satan only comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. He has an appetite for destruction. And he does it by crafting and shaping strongholds of lies, whispering lies against God to you. Listen to me real good. The enemy tries to whisper lies against God to you. He tries to whisper lies against your identity in Christ. Lies that God can't be trusted. Even in September of 2021, especially in this hour of, of great upheaval and chaos, the enemy is telling people God can't be trusted. He's let you down. 
God's deserted you. God's left you. God's not really being a good God. He's not doing a good job really at being God in America right now. Look at everything you're seeing. I'm telling you, the enemy is whispering lies to you. Satan is full of evil seduction. You've got to take authority over lies. Are you with me? It's just like when, when the enemy came to Eve in the garden, God had emphatically said it. He had emphatically said it. Don't you eat from that tree. The moment you eat from that tree, you will die. And the enemy came to her right away and said, now, listen, did God really say? I mean, did, did God really say? I mean, will you really die? In fact, you know, God doesn't want you to eat from that tree because he, he knows that mm, well, you'll, you'll become like God. You know, the truth of the matter is she was already like God. She was made beautifully in perfection in his image like God. What did he do? He sowed the seed that, oh, you're not really like God. You're actually missing out on something. And God has withheld something from you that really it belongs to you and you deserve it. And he's not really given it to you. Do you see the seduction of the enemy? I'm telling you, my friends, you've got to beware of the seduction of the enemy in this hour. You've got to cast down vain imaginations. Come on, can I get an amen? All right, I'm a little thirsty this morning and I'm a little fired up, as you can see, and the Lord is really helping me. Give me a second. All right, and we're back. Yes, yes, yes. Matthew chapter 24. <clears throat> of course, this is a scripture that we've been, all of us have been digging into. Jesus gave a warning about this concerning the last days. I'm going to begin to read in verse four. Jesus answered and he said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. That's huge. If you haven't underlined that, underscored that, highlighted that, gotten a tattoo of it, you better grab hold of it. You better do something right now with that. Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ or I'm anointed. And they'll deceive many. And you will hear of wars, rumors of wars. See to it that you are not troubled. Man, these, these are powerful words. This is Jesus. See to it. You are not troubled. Guys, I go back to these words over and over. I'm telling you, I have anchored my life in the words of Jesus. Listen what he says. You need to take it personal. Brian, see that you are not troubled. Josiah, see that you are not troubled. My friend out there, you're seeing all these things, wars, rumors of wars, deceptions, all kinds of delusions out there. Make sure you're not troubled. For all these things, they must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, pestilence, earthquakes in various places. These are but the beginning of sorrows. Let's read on verse nine. And then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. This, this is Jesus speaking. 
and then many will be offended. They will betray one another. They will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, whoo, because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end shall come. Wow. Now, the lawlessness and the utter insanity that is coming out of Washington, D.C., right out of the White House, this reckless tyranny. I, I pray to God that it's impeached and it's dealt with and that justice absolutely comes to it. While, while we're in a culture that is being waterboarded right now with all of this cancel culture nonsense and stupidity. Guys, there is something far more sinister that is happening in the bowels of our government. I mean, it is it deep down in the belly of the beast. I'm going to say this again. We are witnessing the, the most, the most corrupt, unethical, criminal, criminal, Democratic Party and America's history that is spawning this evil upon our country. What Joe Biden, oh, the imposter, and this evil, wicked administration is trying to force upon the American people right now concerning the vac vaccination mandate, first and foremost, it is unconstitutional. Okay. We're hearing from Joe Biden, who is a brazen imposter beyond sickening. And listen, if you haven't heard a preacher or a pastor talk like this, boy, I'm really sorry. You need to get with you need to get with some real people. OK, and people that are burning. OK. This is unconstitutional. The demands, the vaccine manipulation all over, you know, because they're losing their patience. Dear God, these people are so arrogant, so arrogant. Oh, they're losing their patience. I'll tell you what, there's a hundred million people. You better be thankful unto God. They haven't all out lost their patience at this point. What we've had to suffer in just the last eight months has been unprecedented. I mean, I, I honestly, I can't hardly even believe some days when I wake up where we're at in September of 2021. The last time I was in the White House, I was with Dutch Sheets. I was with some other leaders. We were there right, right after Christmas and in between Christmas and New Year's praying and some other things that was happening. <clears throat> and where we're at right now. After, I, after that time, I left the White House till September of 2021. I was just with Dutch and CC, and we were just talking about everything that's happened since that time. I, ladies and gentlemen, I'm baffled like you, but at the same time, I'm telling you, I know that God is in the details. God is working to unleash and unfold the exposure and the fullness of justice that's going to come to every branch of our government that has been loosing this thing on us. 
they are overflowing with such blatant statist- the statistical lies of, of what is coming out of the White House right now. It is beyond disgusting. And then leveraging pressure against all those who are refusing their magic potion with the vaccination. I'm telling you, Joe, Joe Biden, I'm going to say it very, very clear and plainly today. Joe Biden is a pitiful, repulsive, manipulating bully. And it's not just him. And we know that it is this entire administration. They are they have such an unbridled lust for supreme power. And it is tyranny. Guys, our founders taught us that you've got to rise up and actually overcome and overthrow this level of tyranny. When you see this happening in the nation, the founders told us exactly what to do. And I'm telling you that hour is drawing very near very near. This is tyranny. I mean, my God, who are they to demand, demand allegiance? We are free people. Hello. I mean, we are a free people with rights that were given by God himself, and they're protected by a written constitution. I mean, hello, it is written, devil. It is written. Hello. This is a pack of evil wolves. And they believe that they can enslave the American citizens. I want to go on the record today to tell you they are going to lose and they are going to lose big. Biden and this wicked administration, their justice is coming and our beloved nation is going to rejoice when these minions face their final righteous retribution. Who in the world are they to demand this vaccination? I will not comply. And you don't have to comply either. And those of you out there, maybe you've already taken the vaccination. I am praying health and life into your body and no residual effect, but residual blessing released into your body and mind in Christ Jesus. Who are they to demand a vaccination? You know, they stole this election in an epic criminal fashion, and now they believe they're unstoppable. And they are. They are stoppable. But they believe they're they're unstoppable. They could steal away our freedoms even from our own bodies. I'm telling you, they will lose this battle. They will lose this battle. It is high time. We're about ready to wrap up here. It is high time for every true patriot to rise and stand your ground and get loud. Get loud. Rise up because this is our time. This is our time to save our beloved America. I'm saying today I'm not yielding and I'm not surrendering to this evil. I'm not yielding. I'm not backing down. I'm not getting quiet. I'm going to get more bold and I'm praying for more boldness. That's right. I am praying for more boldness. I am praying for a fierceness to be able to speak to the evil and to speak with wisdom. What is ours that no one can no one can steal away our constitutional God given rights as citizens of the United States of America. I will not comply to this. Wherever you are at today in this battle, stand your ground, stand your ground for your family, stand up for your job, 
Stand up in your community. Stand up for the children of the United States of America. Go to these board meetings. Fight for our kids. Fight for our schools. Fight for your job. Fight the good fight of faith. And I want to close today once again with this scripture that I believe it is imperative. Listen, do not be offended because of the battles. Don't be offended because of the hardship. You have to endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Second Timothy chapter two and verse three. My friend, in Jesus name, I bless you. I strengthen you. I am thankful for our time together. Father, I pray that you unleash just a fresh anointing. I speak health, divine health, divine life to all of our partners, all of our friends in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Guys, thank you for praying for us. Thank you for praying for me. On the behalf of my wife and I, on the behalf of Victory, a church of his presence here in Sarasota, Florida, on the behalf of all of our Light the Fire ministry partners, guys, I love you. I thank God for you. Thank you for sowing. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for giving. Um, I'm going to say again, guys, we are so locked where we're at right now on this campus, uh, where we are at as, as Victory. We, we have maxed out this campus that we have been leasing. We need to move soon. We are in need of a miracle campus here to preach the gospel for our ministry. We need miracle money. We need a miracle property. And guys, I'm asking you to sow. Go to VictoryFLA.com. VictoryFLA.com. I'm not backwards whatsoever about asking you to sow. I believe in this ministry. You believe in this ministry. Whatever you can do. Uh, we just had another partner given a, a $10,000 gift just uh, the other day. Um, guys, I just thank you from the bottom of my heart, from me and my wife, we thank you. Um, so today you go to victoryfla.com, go to our giving page. You can just scroll down there where it says, Josiah, does it say miracle property or miracle building fund? It's right there. Miracle building, miracle building fund. You can go right there. You can give today. Listen, any gift we celebrate, I'm telling you, we celebrate it. $20, $50, $100, $1,000, five trillion dollars. We're going to celebrate it. <laughs> we're going to celebrate it. Come on, you. we're going to celebrate it. Yes. Listen, we love you guys. Again, great to be back. I am so thankful to feel healthy. Uh, thankful this ear is open. Hallelujah. Just thankful for it all. God is so good. Um, yes, he is. He is so good. He's good to all of us. Fight the good fight of faith, my friend. Listen, keep the fire burning. The future doesn't belong to the God-haters and nor to the God-mockers. The future belongs to the righteous and God's righteous are bold as lions. Come on, let out a roar and go for it today. Listen, I'll see you next week.